Welcome back to the Hillbilly and the Hipster. My name is Chad McCool, and I am the hipster in the aforementioned title. And with me, as always, is my brother from another mother, Andy Crow, the Hillbilly. Well, howdy doody. I'm beginning to think that we should be like an 80s tag team wrestling match, the Hillbilly and the Hipster, but we'd be ahead of our time because nobody knew what a hipster was back then. They would have yeah, thought some it, jazz guy. It, <laughs> it does have that, uh, that like late 80s, early 90s, like uh, gimmick tag team. Yeah, we're, we're a cupcake match for the British Bulldogs. Yes. <laughs> for the Bushwhackers. <laughs> and, that, and you're just trying to leave me and join them because you're like, those are my people. And I'm the hillbilly. Yes, I'm going to. Well, they're little, they're bush people and I'm not. <laughs> Not oh, about that. You're about to get us canceled now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to it. No, but like I, I now now you've now you've sparked my interest, and I'm gonna have to. So I think we're gonna get uh, Turner the the new WWE video game for his birthday. I may have to create us now. Yes. Oh, I'll be down for that. That you I'll, might get me to play video games. I'll, I might play. I'll that. create our. I'll create our tag team and, and send you a picture. Maybe I'll. You have I'll to tweet. get it. You have to get it. I have to be able to play it on a switch. It's the only thing I have. I'm not investing any money in video games. Well, then you'll just have to, to come out and play then. <laughs> but yeah, I'll. Uh, you know, once I get it done, his birthday's next week. So give me a, give me a little bit, and I'll get it done. I'll put it out on social media. We'll see what people think. So. There's a, a topic that goes around a lot lately, right, in, in the church and church culture, the whole Christian nationalism. Are we just and, jumping in, huh? Well, yeah, I thought we'll just jump in. Oh, you want some more banter? We can no, I mean, this banter. is going to get deep today is what I'm saying. Like, we're taking off the floaties and just diving. <laughs> we're diving in the deep end. You're a man today. Um, oh, right, Lifeguard. So- and I and I think you and I are both in agreement that that it's it's God first, and and we've we've heard stories about these you know problems with Christian nationalism, and I think we've all seen the video post of you know a certain church in Texas that has a huge Independence Day service with fireworks and bands and all kinds of stuff, and it's not really pointing to God at all. Um, but I've never witnessed it, aside from an occasional one-time Fourth of July service where we were singing Lee Greenwood's "God, God Bless the USA" or whatever, yeah, whatever the title of that song is, and yes. and and the Star Spangled Banner and stuff that I walked out of. Um, I've never truly ever seen Christian nationalism. Um, I think I'm beginning to be accused of it <laughs> in my own ministry, but. Um, so I want to ask you this. Is it okay for us to sing America the Beautiful in church? Maybe America so, the Beautiful, God bless America. So before we get there, you were talking about that, that church in Texas. Yes. And my head immediately went to a church in Tennessee. Oh, um, I don't know that one. Greg Locke's church. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm really talking about the Robert Jefferson's church in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. That's always Which, the big one that I remember. Yeah, I just, you know, with Locke, since we're naming names, yeah, Locke and his uh, uh, witches and preaching politics. That's where my head went with Christian nationalism. But your guy with fireworks. I, look, I'm, I've been a youth pastor for some years now. 
I like fire, right? Bonfires are great. But if you were to let me play with fireworks, especially during a service, like I'm trying to think the last book we were going through was Romans. But before that, we went through Mark and Acts. And I'm just looking at Mark and Acts uh, right now, like there are some times that I could have let off fireworks. Oh, most definitely. Like, could you could you think like preaching through and I know me and you have talked like preaching through Timothy's um his little you know look here you idiot speech sure um you put fireworks going off in the back while he's reading that (laughs) and if that doesn't get your heart pumping ain't nothing going to but then i i think in that context fireworks would be okay like fireworks equate to christian nationalism i think it's the the context oh absolutely it's the context because didn't you all at your last church in Indiana, didn't you all have a fireworks show for the community when you did a like a back to school yeah, we did bash a, or we something? Did a back to school bash. See, I, I was really blessed to have a a guy that was uh, he worked at the Indy Motor Speedway. Um, oh, the brickyard. And, yeah, and so he, you know, and he was part of the the operations crew, and so he knew some people, and uh, they they you know the people that did their fireworks he gave me a pretty good deal and he came down and did a fireworks show at the church and it was it was pretty awesome like there were people pulling over on the side of the road watching it it was it was a good time so yeah that was that was one of my successes i would think so i don't think that's necessarily a, a display of christian nationalism that day oh, it was just a community everybody i think everybody but me likes fireworks <laughs> I love fireworks. Uh, if the word fire is in it and it's not in a connotation that it's going to burn your house down, mm. I'm in. Right? I don't maybe, know if you watch this. Is, so I don't know. Do you watch? The, did you watch This Is Us? Uh, I watched the first season. So, like, was it a microwave that crockpot caught the a what crockpot slow cooker crockpot? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was a little worried to use a crockpot the next day. But, uh, you know, if it's not like house burning down fire, uh, I'm in. So, but uh, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that equates. But going back to your question. Yeah, so it's okay. Is it okay? Well, let's pick on America the Beautiful, right? It's, it is number 630 in the Baptist hymnal. It is in the Baptist hymnal. Um, God Bless America is not in the Baptist hymnal, but Star Spangled Banner is. And I would say... So- I would say it's okay to sing America the Beautiful in church where there was a season in my life where I would have said adamantly no, but I think I've softened on that, but I, I don't necessarily think it's okay to sing the Star Spangled Banner during a Sunday service. Yeah. I, I, I'm against the banner. Um, let me rephrase. I'm not against the banner. Uh, I'm against the banner at church. Um, I, I just think it, it's a sticky wicket, man. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, it's at Hill Hipster Pod on Twitter, and you can hashtag <laughs> why does Andy hate America? <laughs> I don't hate America, although me and my grandfather have had this conversation. Um, and me and some students at a middle school uh, back in Indiana have had that 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 same conversation to an extent. But uh, let me let me just so I served at a church where um me and the pastor had some views. Me and the, the senior pastor had some views on certain songs, sure. on certain certain aspects of the service. Uh, and Fourth of July came around, and it's the the Sunday after you know VBS, and you know we're I'm preaching, so 
um, everything ran by me that that Sunday, and the the lady that that ran our 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 worship our music part of the worship service wanted to sing God Bless America, and I was talking to her. I was like, I I don't think that's a good idea. Like, I understand that the song is like a prayer, and we should want God to bless America, but we should also want God to bless Zambia and and all these other places. Um, but I don't think it's a good idea, right? For, I just, I don't. And then she clapped back at me and she gave me some really good feedback. Like it's a prayer. Like this is my home. What is the difference in asking God to bless America than God to bless the literal house that I live in? Yeah. And I I, I think I, I was like, you know, you know how I feel. I'm going to let you make the decision because that's your, that's under your purview. And I remember them practicing that morning and the senior pastor busting in the office with this just look of mixture of terror and um, uh, shock and anger, I guess, are the three ways that I would describe it. And he was like, they just can't leave it alone, can they? Because, you know, we, we had some people that were, we're pretty nationalistic in our conversation, in our congregation. Uh, And you're going to get that, especially in this, this area, right? Well, in the Midwest and the South and, and, you know, where that section of Indiana, although not necessarily Great Lakes Midwest anymore, it's probably a little more, definitely a little more Southern in its influences. So yeah, you're going to have a little more of the, the God and country. I believe I, I texted you that morning and I was like, man, get ready for a show because he was just not well with it. Um, and I get it there. You know, you, some people draw the hard line. Yeah. And I think uh, God bless America can be in God bless America, Southern church, right? It's, I could definitely see how it's off putting for folks. And, and, and I, I was included in that for a while. And, but I think that the thing about God bless America and even America the Beautiful, right? That it insists that that the God of the heavens is also the God of every nation, including America. Like it's okay that America can be included. And then I think culturally it's almost like, well, he's the God of every nation, but should it be the God of America almost, or it's sort of like taboo to, to say that. But I think, in, and it also promotes that he's active in ruling the nations. That. Right. I, I, so I also like if we let's look at Christian nationalism as a whole and what people consider to be Christian nationalism. Um, and is that Christian nationalism or is it just poor taste? Let's go that route. So for Christmas last year, my mom knows uh, maybe she forgot or just misunderstood what I said, but I was like, I, I don't like flags in the sanctuary. Of any right. kind, right? right? I don't like the right. Christian flag. I don't like the American flag. I just, I don't think they should be there. Now, that is a, a, a personal, like, uh, conviction of mine. Sure. Uh, and mom mom was freaking out about that. And then my granddad was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm not going to walk out of this house alive. Well, your granddad from a, for- a certain era, a veteran of a certain war, a certain age. Yeah, it's going to well, be absolutely. instilled in him. Absolutely. And, where and he, so, where he comes uh, from. And, 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 you know, I had heard from people, you know, we were brought up God, then family, then country. Mm-hmm. 
cool. Okay. I can get behind that. Um, but I just, I don't like to mix the church and politics. And I think the flag is very political, whether it is intended to be or not. I mean, it um, can be for some people, especially in this current climate. And so my mom yeah. got me a cross, like you would hang up on the wall, a cross, and it was painted like the American flag. And I was like, oh, mom. And so as a joke, we had uh, uh, what we called M&M lunch, right? It was for the, it was called ministers and matures. So the older people in our congregation uh, and the ministers once a month would have lunch. Got you. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, this, we, it was Christmas time. So we were playing white elephant, dirty Santa, however you want to want to call it. And I didn't want that cross in my office or my house. I just didn't want it. Um, so I wrapped it up and took it, hoping my senior pastor would get it. Um, and it backfired, <laughs> backfired on me. And one of our elders got it, and he did not find the humor in it. And so then it was given to the senior pastor, and then we had a small get-together of some friends. Um, and we played, you know, again, White Elephant. And when it came my turn, uh, and I have a strategy when playing White Elephant, unless I'm the first person or the second person, generally, I will never open a new gift. Okay. Because there's a level of fear in White Elephant, especially when you're bringing gag gifts. Sure. Uh, and especially when you're with this group of people um, whom I love dearly. Um, so I was like, I there's no, and you know, my senior pastor was like, hey, maybe you should open that one, Andy. Maybe, maybe you should open that one. And I was like, no, dude, like I don't open this game. And so I stole. You knew what was in there. Right. Well, no, I didn't know what was in there, but I knew what could have been in there. Sure. So I grabbed this book that we won't name um, from the guy sitting next to me that also came with a $15 gift card somewhere, maybe Roadhouse. And uh, then the, the lady who who is very much raw raw america within the church she was there she opened the one that that senior pastor kept trying to get me to get and i saw in his eye like oh god no and it was that cross (laughs) and and he was like andy you would have gotten the joke it would have been over with but now that cross is is just displayed at her house and it just it irritated him and so it made me giggle there for a second but stuff like that, I can definitely see the, the nationalistic view. The people that claim that, that America is the new Israel and all, all that, I yes. Sure, very but much, I don't think those songs wrong, necessarily correlate to that, though. Oh, I don't, no, no, no. Yeah. If you let, me, let me finish there. Let me finish. <laughs> can I finish? That, that viewpoint, sure, very nationalistic, very much anti-gospel i would say um because it makes it sound like it's ours it's not yours this gospel is meant for for america yes right it's not meant for anyone else and that is very much wrong but you know after listening to our our piano player talk about god bless america and how it's a prayer and um, we should want god to bless america and it's not any different than 
um, you know, asking God to bless our home and our family. And, you know, it's the same thing. And so after thinking at it that way, I think I'm okay with the God bless America. And I, I know that you're rummaging through scripture right now. <laughs> um, I should take my camera off. But I, I had done this before. And I just want to remind us that like, we're not here forever. We're here for a very short time. Um, and this place isn't our home. And so, you know, scripture says for we are, we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Mm. And I, I, yes, like I am, like I would not consider my allegiance to America. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love America. Uh, but I would not consider my allegiance to America because my allegiance is to heaven, right? I think uh, the day that I, you know, accepted Jesus pulling me into him and, and, and gave into that, and then especially, you know, when I gave into the call to, 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 to preach the gospel, um, my allegiance was no longer here. My allegiance was to heaven, that, that city that is to come. But I don't think that means we turn our back on it altogether, if that True. makes sense. It does, because I, I don't think that a level of God-centered patriotism, and granted, I've, I've softened on this because I used to be... Well, yeah, me, I no. think me and you were at the same point at one point where we were just like, no. Well, and, I, and I'll reveal this, right? Like my, the last church I pastored, I, I pulled the flags out of the sanctuary. They were, they were on the stage. I pulled the flags out and they, they were put away. Well, that um, was that was a big that was a big fight in my last church as well, where people were threatening to leave because we took them off, and then happened right before I got there. So thankfully, like my hands were clean, um, but they were like, "We'll leave if it's not." And so we compromised and took it off the stage and put it in the foyer, um, next to this bulletin board that had pictures of people who were currently serving. Oh, serving, yeah, yeah. So, so the there the church I pastor now that I, I really just started pastoring when the last guy the last guy took the flags out of the sanctuary you know there was a u.s flag on one side christian flag on the other I and think that's pretty common I yeah think. they were taken out of the sanctuary they were never on the stage you know or near the pulpit they were they were further back, back. corners they were back, yeah corners in the back sanctuary corners side the, corners back of the but the, in front of like not really in view when you were looking at the right the stage um and the day the day he left so my first official day as interim someone pulled them out and put them in the in the sanctuary and i've left them they're not on the stage and it would have been a time i would have been livid but they're not on the stage we're not we're not standing and doing the pledge of allegiance i'm not going to have people salute the flag or sing Star Spangled Banner and and look to it. But like, I don't really have a problem with them being in there because they're not, um, they're not an object of worship in our liturgy. So let's, let's look at that real quick. You, you said something about, you know, you're not singing the, the, the Pledge of Allegiance. Can we, can we talk about the Pledge of Allegiance real quick? Is that, Absolutely. This is your show. Yeah, that's right. It is. My name comes first. Um, so I, you know, I, I haven't done this in VBS in a while because again, I've ran VBS or I've, I've helped run VBS for the last while. Correct. And we don't do the traditional marching in 
you know, your, your parents come, they sign you in, you go into the sanctuary. I have like a VeggieTales movie or a Bible man movie or right something playing just to keep their attention until I can get on the stage to act like an idiot. Right. Then we'll, we'll sing some songs. We'll, we'll learn the memory verse. The dances. And then we'll go through our rotation. Yep. I'm all about the dances. Um, I actually, with my youth group, I told them, I know that you think these dances are stupid. They I are. cannot confirm or deny that I think these dances are stupid. They but are. Here's the thing. You don't, they are. You <laughs> don't have a choice. If you're going to come to VBS to either be in the youth class or to volunteer, you don't get a choice. You have to dance. And here's why. Because those little kids who love this, they won't do it if they think that you think it's stupid because they look up to you. There are plenty of things that I do as your youth pastor that I think is ridiculous and I hate, but I do it because you like it and it makes you feel a little more comfortable. Sure. Absolutely. Suck it up and dance. I think I'm going to have well, to fly well, you Andy, out. You, you don't dance. And I was like, son, I dance. <laughs> he dances. It may not be well. Um, and I may look like the most unrhythmic man in the world, but I dance. Right. And so that's what I'm used to. VBS when I was a kid, you know, we did the march in March. Yeah, that was way of the past, yep. right? We move here, and now granted, Kentucky is Kentucky. Things don't change, uh, and and so I get a call from a, a guy that we have a mutual friend back uh, in Indiana, and he was like, "Hey, you know, we have daytime VBS. I know you're not working yet, and um, it'd be some time that your kids could get to know some people. Maybe we could get to know. Why don't you bring your kids?" sweet that's awesome i love it so we show up everybody's sitting in their seat i'm waiting for them to start and then they take everybody outside they march everybody in like the military style parade yes um and then they did the pledge to the american flag the christian Christian flag flag. and the bible the bible right and when i tell you that i i'm a helicopter parent so i i didn't leave on day one right i stayed the whole time so I'm sitting in the back of the sanctuary and they're like, I had attention salute pledge. And I was like, what? And then I watched the kids do the pledge of allegiance to the American flag. And my jaw was literally on the ground. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have an allegiance to that flag. My kids, both of them, hopefully one day, but I, Turner, like he doesn't have an allegiance to that flag. He has accepted Christ. Uh, as his savior and king and and his allegiance now is to heaven and and we've had little talks about that because they do the pledge at school um and i was just baffled that that's still a thing do y'all do that out there um i've not done it i i've not done it until indiana in indiana they insisted on it the first vbs that at the church i pastored there um, we didn't do it this year at VBS. I've witnessed it. I saw it in Texas. Um, do you have any? What, so, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm icky about the the pledge of allegiance and the, the pledges to the flags. But let's I suss out the, the place when the Bible. I would when I would sub, and they would be like, "I, you know, welcome to you know, blank blank middle school. Uh, insert school here because it was all the schools, right? You know, please stand for the pledge." And you'd have all the kids, and I primarily subbed in sixth grade, but you'd have all the kids hand over their heart and just stand at the flag with gusto, man. Yeah. 
And then they look over at me and I'm standing, but I'm looking at the ground. Right. And I've got my hands in my pockets and they're like, Mr. Crow, why do you hate America? Again, at Hill Hip Hipster Pod, <laughs> hashtag why does Andy hate America? <laughs> the so 17 like of you who have listened who are listening. And so I'm like, I, I don't hate America. I love being here. Well, why don't you pledge allegiance? And I was like, I can't answer that during class time. But I tell you, come back from come back and, and eat lunch with me and we'll have that talk. Or, you know, come see me on a Sunday. We'll have that talk. I can't answer that here. And so and so the ones that I've had the conversation with, they they semi got it. They think it's dumb that I take it to that level. But I just, I don't, I can't get behind the pledges, man. I just can't. So do you think it's possible to take part in, in patriotic 4th of July festivities without setting up the country as an idol? So at church or as something separate? Either. Because something church. separate. Let, I, let's do church. Let's, let's do church. Because oh, yeah, let's with, do church. With, without, I, without, setting, without setting up the country as an idol, do you think it's possible to take part in a patriotic patriotic festivity without setting up the United States of America as an idol. So I, I'm going to come across wishy-washy on this and I don't mean to, uh, but I want you to define take part. Are we talking like during the service, we're singing the national anthem and my country tis of thee. And we're having a, you know, we're preaching American gospel. Or are we talking like after church, we're going to have a meal, hang out. Maybe we'll shoot some fireworks. Either. I one mean, of those I'm we're, all, we're called the worship at all times, right? Worship doesn't just fit between 10 a.m. Don't and 11:30. use my words against me. Do not <laughs> use my words against me. <laughs> Look for the new podcast, the Hillbilly, and then the separate hipster podcast. That's the Hillbilly podcast will be launching soon, yes. <laughs> um, so one of the examples that I gave, I'm okay with. Right. If if it's, you know, right around the 4th of July, you want to have a church gathering and you want to have a, a potluck and some games and like just a time of fellowship that ends with fireworks or um, yes, I am all for that. I think that should happen more than just on the 4th of July. Absolutely. So, I'll, But if you're talking singing like the Star Spangled Banner and um things of that sort uh, that's a no for me dog no I, I don't think i don't think the i don't think the star spangled banner is appropriate for a sunday service nor i, I struggle a little bit with my country tis of because in essence we're just changing words to the national anthem for another nation yes. uh, <laughs> but i don't think they're appropriate but i'll 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 tell you this july 4th weekend i was serving as interim we didn't have any kind of recognition. It's July 4th. Go have a hot dog. You know, all that good stuff. That was about it. But I, I called an By audible. By the way, I am about hot dogs. Oh, yes. We can break Throwing down. It out there. We can break down hot dogs. I, I am a hot dog snob, but I am about hot dogs. Um, but I called an audible and I had them break out the hymnals and we sang, we sang America the Beautiful. And so, yeah, so I, I had a Christian nationalist uh service <laughs> but i i think i'm trying to remember what america the beautiful is so there's a line in it right there's a line america america god shed his grace on me yes okay right so and i do think that when we sing a line like that in 
America the Beautiful, right? America, America, God shed his grace on me. We're, we're really just, it's a prayer, right? We're really just asking God to do what he's already doing, what he's already set on doing, which is to bring justice and righteousness to every nation, every nation in the world as any king would do. And I, I wouldn't have a problem if, you know, across the globe, somebody stood up in a church at the end of their service and saying, you know, Zambia, Zambia, God shed his grace on thee, right? It's, it's a prayer. It's a, it's a prayer for us to ask him to do what he's already set his mind on doing. And I, I don't necessarily, I think I've moved to the point that I don't necessarily think that God-centered patriotism is bad. I think it's been a push that you have to choose. Like you can't, you can't be a patriot. Like you can't love the country you're from, or at least I feel like I can't love my country, but it's okay for everybody else to be patriotic. Yeah, no, I I get that. Uh, And I look at some of the people that I, you know, hung out with um, back in Indiana and they were staunchly against it. Um, I, for a long time, was staunchly against it. And to an extent, I still am. Right. And and I am as well. And I am as well, because I think anything that pushes that, that we that the United States of America, that America has the same covenant significance of Israel is wrong. Yes. Right? Oh, absolutely. But again, I, I don't think that us singing a song or us feeling patriotic nullifies God's promises to, to Israel. Like us being patriotic or Christian nationalism doesn't trump God's covenant with now, Israel. Let, right? me, let me throw a wrench. I know that we're, we're running short on time. Uh, and so I want to, I want to, I want to bring this up real quick and I'm going to let you, I'm going to, I'm going to pass the ball to you and I'm going to let you go with it. Okay. Um, so we've talked canceled? about Christian. Yes. We, we've talked about Christian nationalism, but let's, what about the people that are so anti-Christian nationalism and that they start preaching that from the pulpit? Aren't they in essence doing the exact same thing they're preaching? Amen. I mean, they're rabid because uh, I, I have rarely witnessed anybody. I mean, I think me and you were thinking of the same person when I said that. Well, I know a ton of people. I mean, I I was part, I was part of a church that went this direction, you know, and and, I forgot about that. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, in essence, they're preaching uh, some semblance of nationalism. They're just preaching the opposite of it because, but it makes them feel good. That it's right. And, and I think that I, I don't think there's room. I don't think there's room for true politics in the pulpit. And by that, I mean, yes, don't get up and say, you need to vote this party, you need to vote this person. But I do think there are biblical issues that should be preached in the pulpit that have political impact, Amen. Yes, absolutely. abortion, you know, uh, uh, justice issues, right? Like they're, they're there. Those are biblical issues that have a political leaning or a political. So impact. I, I think a lot of the anti-nationalism, anti-America, if you will, rhetoric has come out because of social justice issues. Now, please don't hear what I'm not saying. Social justice is something that Christians should be striving for. Sure. It's biblical. It is. But I said this in, in, I think, the last sermon I preached in Indiana. Everybody wants to push justice, right? Well, justice for this and justice for that. And we have to be careful when we're pushing for justice. Because what we're, if we're saying we want justice for them, we have to want justice for us. 
right? And no matter how good of a person you think you are, you don't want justice. Because if you're getting what you deserve, we deserve that the death that Jesus had, right? We deserve oh, absolutely. a fiery hell, right? That's what we deserve. What we crave and what we long for isn't justice, it's mercy. Right? I, I think because God had mercy on us, he allowed Jesus to, to take the cross. Right, because God had mercy on us because of what was done at the cross. We have this free gift of salvation that we can accept uh, and spend eternity with God rather than eternity in hell. Right, we don't want justice, we want mercy. Amen. Sure, like mercy for this, like that just doesn't have the same ring and connotation to it. It's not a rallying call because it, it makes us admit that we're flawed and that we're wrong and that we're not perfect to where on the other hand if i'm out here standing on the street corner justice for x well i've done everything i need to do i'm an upstanding citizen i've done nothing wrong i can take up this cause well and it makes me think in exodus right there's further the from the truth there's the the stuff in ex in Exodus uh, yeah in Exodus the it's the I'm gonna botch this I can't remember the word but it's the so-called uh, lex talionis right and that's the that's a big word I know it's the life for life eye for an eye tooth for tooth hand for hand foot for foot wound for wound stripe for stripe right yep. and and so many people right we view that as being cruel and unusual punishment but it's not it's, it's the justice. It, it's the basic proponent or that the the uh, penalty is proportionate to the crime. So if I take your eye, I should lose an eye, right? No more or no less. And and I do think that, yes, ultimately throughout all this, if we want justice, we're on the cross. Right? Nobody wants to admit you that. You and me, we're on, we're on the cross. If we truly want justice, we're on the cross. And we pick and choose what, we want justice for because now if if God's grace was given to the murderer and you know Mother Teresa alike, that's not justice. You know, and, and so yeah, we you're absolutely right. I think when we call for justice, it's sort of it becomes disproportionate. So you know, again, we, we strive for mercy, we strive for grace. And so this is this is how I'm going to end my thoughts on Christian nationalism to an extent. You're at a church, and they want to sing, God bless America. Show some grace. You are a firm patriot who, who is a believer and... I am somebody who isn't as, as far down the rabbit hole as you are. Show some grace. Mm. Me looking up the rat, you know, down the rabbit hole to where you are, I have to to show some grace because you may not necessarily be wrong, and I may not necessarily be, be right. And I may not necessarily be wrong, and you may not be right. Like we have to find this common, and we have to stop with the the I'm right and you're wrong every time we talk about anything. We have to be able to show some grace. There has to be something that brings us together where we can have these talks. I'm like, you know, this really makes me uncomfortable, and here's why.
Yeah, no, you're wrong, but I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I think I think you're you're absolutely right, and, and I do I've softened, and I do I while I think I wouldn't I don't want to be part of a church, and I wouldn't lead a church service where we're singing the Star Spangled Banner or some of those, but I I do think it's probably okay to sing America the Beautiful or even God Bless America to some extent because right it's it's a they're they're songs of praise or or they're prayers that's linking us to the earthly nations that we were born into by god's grace and and jesus is still lord over those nations and and i think it actually i i don't know this might be a controversial statement but i think it actually offers ourselves and service to israel's original mission given by god which is right it's ultimately one of spiritual and social transformation for every nation and the, and the scripture I was looking for before when you, when you called me on it is Acts 1, 6 through 8. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you restoring the kingdom to Israel at this time? He said to them, it is not for you to know times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And on that, I know you've got to go. I'm going to bid you farewell. Hey, until next time, guys, we love you.